So this is going to be the intro to the episode about affirmations and focus. It's a 30-minute segment that we pulled out of the Greg Godfrey podcast now. All right, guys. Thank you for being with us again on another episode of The Heavy Checklist. Now, this episode is very, very unique. It's unique because it's actually a clip from the previous episode that we did with Greg Godfrey. Now, the reason we did this is because the conversation that we had with Greg Godfrey was amazing, but it was also very long. It ended up being about a two and a half hour podcast where we covered a ton of ground and some amazing concepts. But there's a part of that episode that really stands out to me where we started talking about affirmations and focus and a couple of very important things that I feel like they're so important. They should be their own episode. They should stand alone. And they're things that I'm going to show you guys how you can implement right now, today, to feel better, be better, but more importantly, achieve things that you didn't even know were possible. So with that said, uh, give you a little bit of background on this conversation that we're about to jump right into. This is about uh, an hour into a conversation that we were having with Greg Godfrey. Uh, we were originally talking about how he built his business and the Nitro Circus and all those different cool things that he's done in his life. And I decided to tell Greg about a very unique, important uh, part of my life, which was recording positive affirmations and then playing them back to myself. And it just so happened that I had included him this is over oh, seven, eight years ago. I included him on a list of affirmations that I had recorded that I had totally forgotten about until just the other day when I looked them up and found them in one of my old audio files where I had actually listed his name as somebody that I wanted to be like, somebody whose you know, shoes I wanted to follow in. So it fit perfectly into the podcast with Greg. So as you hear this, just keep in mind, that's the background, that's the context. So as we jump into this, you're going to understand why I said this, how I said this, and uh, it's a very, very important conversation that we were having. And if you have the time, I strongly suggest you go back to the previous week's episode with Greg and listen to the whole two and a half hour podcast because I'm telling you right now, it was amazing. But with that said, let's get right into the affirmations. checklist podcast. What I want to share with you right now is actually, man, I don't know, like this is the odds of this happening and how this lined up and the fact that I just came across this old audio clip that I recorded and the fact that it has to do with you after I had already invited you on the show and I'd forgotten that you were part of this. Like, dude, I, it was, it was really like, it was one of those moments where it's like, I look up and I'm like, okay, thank you. Like, not a coincidence. It's just one of those deals where it's like everything lined up for a reason. Um, so what it is, is back in 2011, when I was first married, uh, my wife, we had just found out she was pregnant with our first daughter, Charlie. And I didn't have any money. I had a lot of debt because I went out and borrowed a bunch of money on, on cars um, and, and leased the cars out and was trying to use that as working capital. But the cars, I was repoing them. It wasn't working well. Um, I had just tried to start my own little dealership. Wasn't making much money. But I didn't really know that I wasn't doing well. Like I thought I was still doing like great. I was just like every day grinding, grinding, grinding. Those were the days. Those were the days, 2011. <laughs> and so I remember finding out we're pregnant and I'm like, well, time to step it up. Like I got to get into this. And I've always been into like the personal developments, like get better every day type of stuff. But this was the first time in my life that I'd actually sat down and said, okay, now I have a family to support. I have a little girl on the way. I got to figure out how to make a real living and take care of this beautiful girl and my wife and my baby. So um, I don't even know where I learned this exact thing, but you've heard of positive affirmations, right? Basically, yeah. 
you tell yourself you're strong, you tell yourself you're beautiful, you tell yourself you're talented. So I had heard about this, um, and in some audio book or some recording somewhere, it, it said very specifically, write down a list of things, of affirmations that you believe or that you want to believe or that you want for your life, and record them into your phone, and then play that back. And so I thought, well, it's a great idea. But what I did differently was I couldn't, I, I really had a hard time just listening to myself talking to myself. It was just kind of a weird concept to me. So I recorded a list of, um, I've done this multiple times since then, but my first list was maybe 10 or 15 items. And then I dubbed over an Enya soundtrack to it because I really love Enya. I grew up like listening to Enya for some reason. I just, and you admit that. I, I, I openly admit that. I love. Is this a real thing? I'm telling you right now, guys. So I grew up with my mom playing Enya in the house. Like it was just part of my childhood. His playlists. Uh, yeah, they were blowing my mind. And that's another, that's another part of the podcast we're going to get into. Our DJ Bobo. Just, DJ Bobo. Not always. So I take, I take, I, was, I think it was Orinoco Flow by, by Enya. And I dubbed it over my sound recordings. Like my, me, my, my positive affirmations. And I was so like self-conscious of this at the time. And I'm still like, this is like a very vulnerable thing for me. And it, the fact that I'm about to share it with you is even worse. Uh, good for you. Go nobody for has, nobody has on ever out, heard Dave. this. Nobody has ever, good like I was in, I was in a, in a I was, I've been in, in like road trips with my buddies multiple times where it's on my iTunes and like, you'll hear me start talking. I heard like, like flip through it as fast as I can. I don't ever really want to hear this. Right. That happens a lot. So I recorded it. I just got to tell you guys the background <laughs> of this. The night I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to record this. I go out and I sit in the car in the garage. My wife's watching TV or something. It's late at night because I don't want anybody to know what I'm doing. And I get in there and I start reading my list and start reading my recording. Bam. I record like 15 times till it's like perfect. I do the dub over. I don't even know how I did that back in 2011. I don't know anything about audio or mixing or editing. Made the soundtrack. And then for every single day for five years after this, I listened to the same track uh, every morning, literally every single morning. When I go to the gym, I would make myself listen to it two or three times. It was maybe a total of six minutes. Um, and then, you know, as I became more successful and more busy, I kind of forgot about this old one. I still do affirmations, but not in the same format. But, dude, Greg, I got to tell you what's so funny. In this, in this um, recording I made, I talk about people that I, that I want to be like. And it's not like, it's not like a list of 30 people. I list off, I think, four or five names. Um, and I don't even remember saying this, but you, Rich Eggett, uh, Tony Robbins, um, Thomas S. Monson, and Larry Miller, I think, were the names on the list. Like, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's an a elite group. crowd. That's a good group. Yeah, nice. that's a good group. So I'm going to play this for you guys. I don't know if you want to try to... If pull, your wind, pull your windscreen off and play it, and if it doesn't come through, we'll... We'll incorporate that's it into wild. the podcast. Dude, I remember you doing this because I did it. Well, what's funny is... I remember I, talking about this. So I didn't find this clip until two days ago when I Google, when I went to my email and yeah. typed in affirmations. And here's the funny part. I have this clip emailed to myself three, four weeks later. I have a list of affirmations emailed to you that yeah. I told you to like listen to or do something with it. Yeah. I was like trying to get everybody to do this. Yeah, I was all I excited about it. I remember you did this because yep. I did it on a drive through uh, Monte Cristo. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, <laughs> I, I didn't want anyone to know either. And so I was driving my car and I totally did the same thing. Dude. I'm gonna, so I'm going to play this clip for you guys. Uh, just so the world knows, yet. this is like super uncomfortable for me because it's, for just, it's just weird to me that you, the people hear this. I don't know. So we're going to play it. I'm going to try to take the old... Uh, Cover off the microphone. And hey, uh, if you're not uncomfortable, you're about to be uncomfortable. You're not growing. <laughs> you're ready oh, for yeah, that's right. You're not growing. All right, here we go. I'm confident and have no care for what others around me see or think of me. I'm a leader in the church and a leader in the community. I make powerful covenants and keep them. I earn at least $6,500 every single month. 
I'm a full and generous tithe payer. My business was grossing $500,000 in 2011. I'm a very quick, efficient decision maker. My wife is a princess and my love and attraction for her grows every single day. I will have at least one cage fight in my life. I will invent something. I will- Hold on. I gotta pause that. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> cage fighter. Yeah, I'm committed. To, I'm committed to at least one cage fight. Apparently, in my I life. got boxing gloves in my truck right now. We yeah, can handle so, this, dude. I on this just committed to a freaking cage fight. I'm about halfway through, but a couple things I want to touch on. <laughs> I talked about wanting. I talked hey, about wanting that's to make interesting, dude. I'm so proud right this now. This is so ballsy for yeah, you to oh, do. So it's really ballsy, nice. yeah. Because, you. dude, the best part is. Uh, I talked about wanting to make $6,500 a month. That, to me, back in 2011, that was like the dream income. I, I think I hit that like six months after I recorded this. And then I talked about wanting to make $500,000 as a total for my business, like gross revenue, not, not profit. Yeah, I think you've over- In 2011. You've done that. Last year we did over, we'll, our business does 20, 30, 40 million a year. Uh, and it, this all happened without me even realizing it. But this is the seed that I plan. I'm going to finish playing this for you real quick. Take the time. I will always be in amazing shape. I will learn how to fly and own a helicopter. I have the characteristics of men like Thomas S. Monson, Larry H. Miller, Rich Eggett, Greg Godfrey, Tony Robbins, and many, many more. I'm six foot two, 220 pounds of muscle. I am honest in all my dealings. My knowledge and understanding of the gospel is growing daily. I will never run out of money or resources. I have the means to contribute to those in need. I am generous with all that I have been given. I am naturally talented and excel at everything I do. I'll get into motorsports and different types of racing and become very good at it. I will own a shop at least 8,000 square feet or bigger. I will make a name for myself and I will carry on the family name. I am receiving everything on my vision board. So that's the end of that recording. Um, that's pretty awesome. I'll, I'll look at this. So affir- affirmations, March two thousand eleven. That's when I recorded it. Wow. So, dude, that's so, like. So hold on. Let me interrupt. So I, everybody that's listening, I want you to realize how powerful that is because Dave did that. He set he set goals for himself, but goals that you're actually continually telling yourself so that you just don't let yourself off the hook. So somehow your mind and your body create. I couldn't it, lie to it myself. Manifests it right. Dude, it's it, it positive does. Affirmation. It is. It, I mean. A lot of people think of positive affirmations as some like mystery voodoo. And I'm not a big believer in just saying, I'm a millionaire, but not doing anything to make it happen. Yeah, that doesn't mean shit. It doesn't work. So people have to understand the difference. Like, if you're going to do this, if you don't do it, you're lying to yourself. Like, I I told myself for every single day, for like multiple years, that this stuff was happening. And so I couldn't live with a lie. I couldn't live with the fact that, well, I promised myself this was going to happen. And now I'm not doing it. I literally, dude, multiple times in my life where I've either been frustrated, disappointed, down, wanted to quit, whatever it is, subconsciously, these, these seeds have been planted. I didn't even have to go think about it. Yeah. It just instantly, boom, it's like, dude, no, you, this is who you are. And some things on here, like, I want to own a, a 8,000 square foot shop. Now we're in a 30,000 square foot building. Uh, I want to race vehicles one day. Yeah, but the, the helicopter thing's pretty, pretty gnarly because I'm sure at that stage in your life, Dude, that I wanna... seems so out, <laughs> out there. I didn't own a house. We had, we owed way too much money on our cars. Like I had all kinds of debt. I come from nothing. I come from no money at all. My dad died in 07 and left me with um, 
like nothing, no life insurance. I basically kind of was left with my mom to take care of, and she's a hardworking lady, and she you know she takes care of herself. But I was kind of left with nothing, um, and just kind of had to figure it out. And this is why Kenny and I are so close because he was there when my dad died, um, and watched as he, he didn't get anything from his dad or his parents either, and we just had to go out and figure out how to like round up life. And we, we knew we couldn't work for somebody, so we had to go figure out how to start a business. How do you start a business when you're 21 years old and you have no money? What do you do, especially during the recession? You can't go get a small business loan. So we literally went out and like borrowed extra money on car loans and just got, got creative and figured yeah, it out. Whatever you could, we whatever did whatever you we had to do. That's what you do. And, and for both of us, failure was not an option. Like it wasn't, we, we had already made up our mind. Like we, we were already planning helicopter rides. We were already planning vacations and, but we worked all the time. Uh, we shared offices at different times and Davey were there and, uh, but to see where this has gone and to, to, to listen, I'll bring some of mine that I've done over the years too, uh, because they're, you know, we're, we far outreached that, right? Yep. But if we didn't set those at the time, I mean, at the time, how, how, far of a stretch was this everything that i said on this other than some of like the spiritual stuff and some of like the the mental stuff was so far-fetched because i had been told to make lofty goals and so i'm like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna really put down on paper what i want and it that's that's the that's the really ironic thing is i look back and my life is public now i'm a high profile person people know a lot about who i am what i do what i have you guys know that i don't i've got more than in like every aspect of my life, I've got more than what I was hoping for. And that's no, why you give so much. That's why you give so much too. Yeah. I mean, where I've always just, it's very simple to me where much is, uh, what is it? Much is given, much is required. Yeah. So that's my motto. That's honestly what I live by. That's what everybody in the room lives by. Uh, that's what we're taught at an early age, especially in our church. Um, so what I want the listeners to do since I'm already like, I'm, I'm like, I'm a little vulnerable. I, I put it out there for everybody. For I want everybody else to do the exact same thing. Uh, if you haven't put together a recording of yourself telling yourself things, Greg, you're 50. I don't care. You got to go do this. I think I'm going to, it's re, um, it's, it's reignited me yeah. to do it again. I, I yeah. basically, so when I, when I, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm guilty of not having updated this recording in two or three years and I haven't done it cause I got busy, but it doesn't mean I have stopped doing my vision board and other goals. I just hadn't done it in this format, but I think this is probably the most powerful format because this is what I listened to when my life grew the fastest it's ever grown. And my, my wealth and my income and my overall prosperity was directly related to this. So um, that's my homework for you guys. Make a list, put it on your phone, type out whatever you want. Make them lofty goals. Make them like, they can't be unbelievable, but they should feel unbelievable. Can I dub mine to Pennywise instead of Enya? <laughs> no, it has to be Enya. Okay. <laughs> I mean, is that one of the requirements? Enya it has to be Enya. Honestly, you have to use Heavy D's playlist. <laughs> it, it has to be something that you can not get sick of. So, and that's why I used Enya because I could listen to that song a million times and just it still relaxes me or whatever. So, uh, you don't have to put music to it either. You can do it without music. Oh, if, music it's really weird it. without I'm music. DJ, I'm just warning right? you right now. Like just <laughs> just hearing yourself talk, it's kind of a bizarre feeling. That's why I had to put music to it. Um, but make a list. I don't care if it's five things, ten things. It, if you have a hundred things, put it on your list. Record it. Make yourself your little track and listen to it like often. Dude, I would have never guessed. I mean, I know you really well. I would have never guessed that would have ever been on your phone. Dude. And something you would have ever done. Yep. So, I mean, it's pretty dang cool. You know what I mean? That's that's what I love about this podcast is it gives us an opportunity to blow people's minds because everybody is expecting trucks. Everybody's expecting like, 
Diesel Brothers podcast. We're going to talk about that's the Chevy way Dodge in. Ford. That's the way in. People like that. That was our way in to get to mainstream media. But the purpose of this podcast is life. I've had like people from all walks of life, like from you know mommy bloggers to old people to like you name it. Contact us after we've launched this, and like that's an amazing podcast. Like you guys are onto something. You're sharing information that is like valuable, and that's the goal. That's what we want to do. That's why we have guys like you, Greg, on the show because you have lived a phenomenal, spectacular life. You've accomplished. So much, but you're a regular guy. You've had your shares of ups and downs. You still have your shares of ups and downs. Life, life has kicked your ass more times than you know what to do with, but every time you keep getting back up. And I, I like to me, Greg Godfrey's just getting started. Like, think about Thanks. that. Like, that's, I really feel like that's, that's true because you've created so much. Look what you've created in the last 20 years, 30 years, not really knowing what you were doing. Now look, now look at what you've known and, and what you've learned and moving forward. Like, I just feel like even me looking back at my little list here of things that I wrote down and that I told myself, knowing what I know now, I could accomplish all that stuff in three or four days. Yeah, but it, it's everybody that's listening needs to understand how far-fetched that was for you. That's oh, yeah. what I think that they're yeah. not getting because yeah. they see you where you are. Right. And then they're I not wanted six thousand A lofty goal, a lofty, <laughs> crazy goal for me was $6,500 a month. Yeah, but- I think most of the people that are listening I know. Are, are, you know. And there was never no, there was never a safety net. People, people talk to me all the time because they know we're friends and they'll say, oh man, Dave Sparks, man, he just must've had it yep. like so good. Like he must've just had so many opportunities. I'm like, you know, Dave paid for his own first vehicle, you know, the blazer, you know what I mean? I tell him there was never a safety Bro, net where if you failed, do you, want to know? you would never, there's nothing there that was catchy. You want to know how much money I've gotten from my parents in my life? Probably negative hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> including yeah. all the money I've given to keep my family and my mom and, you know, stuff uh, you know afloat over me, the you years. You told me that the other day. Huh? Randy Hales. Oh, really? You know Randy? Mm-hmm. Dude, talk about somebody I want to have on the pond. Yeah, I didn't know you knew Randy. Mm-hmm. Dude, Randy made a bigger impact in my life in the shortest period of time than most people I can remember. He was a Sunday school teacher. Yeah. That's all he was. But I'm pretty sure Randy, in fact, I'm, I'm 100, 99% sure my family didn't have any money. Uh, they were sending missionaries out on missions. Randy secretly came in and paid for, at least I know for sure, my sister Alicia's mission, possibly multiple missions in the family. We didn't know. Like, he didn't tell anybody. He just gave the, the money to the church. He didn't say to me either. He, he, he paid for our he... family. Like, like, I'm talking ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. Randy is a stud, and he, he watched it. He watched what like, my family went through. We didn't, looking back, times weren't hard. Times weren't bad. It was just life. Like we were just going. Just what you knew. I just think that people sometimes see you on television and they get this idea of who you are. And I think this podcast is great because both you and and Dave Kylie, Diesel Dave, I I always, people are like, who's who's Dave Kylie? Anyway, both of you guys here, (laughs) you know. (laughs) I haven't heard that. They have have this idea of what you guys or how you got to where you are. And it's just so enlightening to be on this podcast and for people to hear, you're just normal dudes. Right. You're normal guys that had their your idea of what success is, and you went after it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you know, I gotta I gotta interrupt there though, because I want I, I something that I point out that this is the reason that you find success is it's 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 impossible to do it by yourself. It really is. You've got to have group of dudes. You got to have a group of dudes. No, like, be careful with the group of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, be careful yeah. which, which group of Here's dudes. Words. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it, but it is so important. That was one thing with Nitro too. Is it was it was you know we kind of locked our arms, our hand or what do you, how do you say that? 
Arm in arm, yeah, arm in arm, yep. Not in not in that kind of way. (laughs) Not hand in hand, arm in arm. To go up, just to go up the hill, and it was like I I tried for a lot of years to do it on my to do things on my own, and it was impossible. My my poor wife was just like, I don't know how to do this. Right. And then when when Travis and I got together, it was like I see you two, and I didn't know you were part of this equation too. But as I see this, you're really good at attracting people to catch on to your vision and and to play. You know who I learned that from. Yeah. Rich Agate. Well, could that be a checklist Rich, item? Rich doesn't really like to work. So. Attract people. Rich, other people do the work for him. That's the thing. Help you achieve your goals. Yeah, yeah. Find a person to take up with you or to like link arms with. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They, I think that's they a huge will one. come. Absolutely, man. As you're attracting it in your life, you know you're you're setting the goals like he mm-hmm. had on his phone. Those people come out of the woodwork. And I actually was talking to my mentor the other yeah, day. You got to be careful of who you align yourself with. There's no question. Especially in Utah. Yeah. I mean, you got to have discernment, but I actually, especially in Utah, uh, I was talking, I was talking to somebody (laughs) (laughs) specifically uh, below the point of the mountain. Uh, (laughs) Come on. I'm the only guy that lives down there. Well, that's yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Anyway, I was was talking to somebody. Uh, I'm from uh, Highland. Oh, okay. I don't really okay. consider that Utah County. Yeah, no, I'm you're not in Utah you. County. It is Utah County, but I don't consider it Utah County. You know. Well. <laughs> no offense to all you Provo We're going to bum a lot of people out. But no, we love offense. Utah County. I love <laughs> this part. May or may not get cut. Complex. <laughs> I'm not editing this out at all. Sorry, well, uh, what were you saying? Your point. Oh yeah. So, so I was saying that. Um, I was actually talking to someone I admire and respect recently, and I said to him that when uh, when the time was right, um, I finally started listening to him, right? Like when I was humbled enough or I was hungry enough or however you want to put it, I was passionate enough, right? And, and he kind of uh, stopped me and he said, well, that's funny because I always tell people that the, the teacher is always there. Um, it just takes the student being ready, right? Because people will say, you know, if the, the student's ready, the teacher will appear, but in my life, I found more often than not, there's people there ready, willing, and able to help. Uh, it's just you have to be in the right place. You have to have your mind in the right place. You have to you know, desire those things and really, truly want them. And you'd be surprised how many people are maybe in your influence or what do they say? You're, you're always one person away or seven people away from knowing somebody famous. Oh, whatever. yeah. What Kevin is that? Bacon. Seven Bacon. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Seven. It's Kevin Bacon. It's the Kevin Bacon <laughs> theory. It, it is true. Yeah, What's probably. It it's, it's, but anyway, these people will come to you. You got to have faith, though. Yeah. Like, so here's the deal. Greg, I know that you have a couple things that you want to share. The last thing I want to say about Greg is this. Um, you've made an impact on my life in, in multiple different ways. Maybe you knew it. Maybe you didn't. Greg, doesn't. you don't really comment on my social media. I don't know how much you comment. You, you post your stuff and you move along, but... The one I watch comment, it all. the one I know you watch everything, which is what, <laughs> where I'm going with this. The one comment that you've made on my stuff, literally all year, all I can think is a post that I made back on July 9th, and it was a picture of the Brodozer, and it was just after I had gotten done with my run in, in Nashville. I was super pumped, loving it, cloud nine, and I, my caption was a picture of the Brodozer, and it said, "All I want to do lately is climb back into the Brodozer and compete in more Monster Jam shows." And you like almost immediately commented, like all you said, "Stay focused." Stay focused. And, and you, dude, you haven't said anything. You haven't done anything else. You haven't like, I rarely see you engaging too much on social media. Those are words of wisdom, but why then? Why that? Why? There's, there's, you, you didn't just say that for yeah, generic but you statement. Under, you understood what I was saying. 100%. Exactly. Why? Because you know that I have watched you, guys like you, other people in the industry, um, and I've learned from you guys. I've learned from your successes and I've learned from your failures. And you know that 
there's a bigger picture. There's, there's a lot more to be like, there's, what's the best way to put this? I thought about this a lot when I was thinking about sharing this comment there, there's, there's, I'm going to accomplish a lot more and don't get sidetracked, not just by even just the bro dozer. Cause that's, 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 well, they're fun. It's, it's, they're fun. Bro dozers fun. And it's not really the bro dozer that you're talking about. You're talking about distractions in life that could potentially get me off course. And it really didn't have anything to do with the bro dozer had everything to do with staying on course. Right. That's it's, it's when you're sitting in a stadium full of, I would imagine at that race you had, it sold out the, 40, the um, 45, Nashville 000, arena. Yeah. Maybe more than that. 60, it, it was probably 40, 50,000. And you guys are really popular on television right now. And you're, you, it's so easy. I, I think Pastrana was amazing at this. The reason for Travis is so, so liked by people and he's so amazingly successful is he has an uncanny ability to stay focused in the, in the most precarious, tough situations. Right. He, he loses focus faster than anybody I've ever met, but he regains it quicker than anybody I've ever met. That's what I said about failing fast. Right. So staying focused is, yeah, it's the gospel. It's your family. It's, these things are great. It's fun. It's fun to be in front of us, that, but you're making money. There's right. just It's so easy to lose focus right. on all these things. that, And then the next thing you know, it's all gone. Right. And I think what's been fortunate about with me, with motorcycles, is you're unconscious when you lose focus. <laughs> So that's helped me really stay focused. <laughs> yeah. Where you guys, you guys, it's a little tougher, you know, because I mean that literally and figuratively. It's a different type of focus. Like yeah. when you get lost in the limelight, you don't, you don't think that anything bad could happen. When everything's good and you're, you're kicking ass and you're winning shows, it's, to you, you're on top of the world. But really, you're potentially going down a rabbit's hole, which is going to take you off of off course big there's time no, no, no there's no potential about it. it there's it's it's going to and it's 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 really really difficult and you're going to lose focus and you're going to fail and you're going to make bad decisions yeah. just make sure it's not catastrophic that you yeah that that to my to my point is like you you asked me to make a point and if there was anything i could it's interesting you say that if there's anything i could say the the, the, most, the most successful people I've ever met in my life are the people that can focus and stay focused. That's been something that's thrown me off a little bit. And honestly, it really was concussions. Like um, my my head was jacked pretty hard from you know I'd had I've been I'd had over thirty concussions and knocked out you know ten times that I can remember unconsciously. My wife saw me one time crash up a Powder Mountain, thought I was dead, and then oh the Powder Mountain MX. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that. You overshot or you bucked the landing I, or something? Undershot. Oh, yeah. Under, I, I and you bucked right, it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I went 20 feet up and then I think 35 I, feet down. And Lifelight came and got you everything, right? Yeah. I was you right there. The Someone did actually pass short. away at, at that Yeah, they did. On that same jump. I, I was not there, but yeah. I just turned a lot. Somebody overshot it. that jump, I think. Well, two people passed away in that race, sorry. And then, um, Too bad, because it was the coolest race ever. Yeah, but it was, you know, but that was... I, I was on life flight and then they took me to the U and they were going to cut me open because I had internal bleeding. And when right. I was on life flight, the, the life flight nurse grabbed me and she said, you've got a 50-50 chance you're going to make it because I was bleeding out. My, my blood pressure was dropping so hard. They couldn't do anything, you know, when you're bleeding off your femoral artery. So I think the thing is like racing, I was okay at it, but it wasn't my, I mean, I, I got lucky in Baja. I got lucky in a couple other things, but it, it was like the thing that I'm really good at is being a filmmaker and right. I, I believe a father. Yeah. Husband, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to work on that <laughs> That's one. That's all of us. Yeah, but uh, there's, there's, these, there's these elements of you guys are doing such a good job and, and if, 
you, everybody, from Andy Hales to Larry Miller to um, Todd Pedersen, you know, um, I'm just trying to think of other people I know, David Wonderly, Mike Pratt, it's focus. It's prioritizing, making the right things right, and the right things become the more... You guys, I, I love how open you are right. on this. I, I think at one time I grabbed you when you came down and gave me a generous donation after the Polaris gig. <laughs> I grabbed my wife, and the first thing I said to you, said about you yeah. was, he's in the young man's presidency. <laughs> was nothing to do about anything else but that. Right. And so it's like, whatever. The rest of it comes and goes, you know. And you hear that. But it's like even with Ethan, you know, he stays pretty focused. He gets a little <laughs> he gets a little off. But and it's not it's not all just that. It's 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 just stay aware of, of I, I that's something I've kind of lost yeah. in a little bit. You know, I've I've it wasn't even fame or anything like that. It was right. just it, it's been, um, but the problem is, Greg. When was the last time? You don't have to answer this, but when was the last time you set a new set of goals? Yeah, that's that's the, Jeff Emig told me that he goes he goes success is your is your biggest killer. It is. That's the worst part. I caught myself, dude. I caught myself this maybe a year, a little over a year ago. We had achieved a lot of success, made a bunch of money. And I started feeling burnout. Luckily, I caught on to it early and I felt like, okay, crap, something's not right. I'm not enjoying, like, I used to, I literally used to count down the hours from when Sunday night would be over and Monday would come and I could go to work. Yeah. And then that started changing and I'm like, shoot, 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 what's happening? Like, am I not liking what I'm doing anymore? Um, and over the last year, that's kind of been my, my journey that I've been on is to make sure that I never feel that again. And I'll tell you one thing, um, Ed Milet. Was it setting goals? It's that, and it's, it's a combination of making sure that you're, you're moving towards a bigger picture, but at the same time, and I think the most important thing, and I think that you're probably really good at this side of it, is enjoying the ride. So Ed Milet, I look yeah, up to the guy a lot. Yeah, the problem is you've got to have that balance, right? So your short-term focus was phenomenal. You focused on the next ride, the next, tr- you know, whatever you're going to do. Your long-term focus may have become a little bit blurred. And so that's one thing that Ed Milet, um, he's a podcaster. He's a kind of a, a personal development guy. Amazing, amazing, just speaker. Like when you hear the guy talk, you're like, you just stop what you're doing. And I have bad ADD, but I literally stop what I'm doing and he catch my attention. Guys like him, Andy Frazella. But, but Ed came out with a podcast that basically completely perfectly described everything that I've been working on over the last year and put it into words that I didn't even know existed. And he calls it blissful dissatisfaction. And basically what it means is... Um, stay focused on whatever it is on, on, you know, the end of the road or whatever your big goal is, but enjoy the little wins that you have along the way. So that's how you avoid burnout. Um, it's okay to be happy with what you have right now. It is 100% okay to just perfectly like enjoy life, enjoy whatever your income level is, whatever you're doing right now, enjoy it, live in the moment. You've earned this. And if it's not exactly what you want it to be, that's what you want. You don't want to be fully satisfied. That's why it's called blissful dissatisfaction. You enjoy the fact that you're not there yet. I like that word. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm going to, I'm going to send you a link to this podcast. It's 30 minutes. It is the most impactful thing I've ever listened to in my entire life because it basically says that if you don't enjoy each little point along the way, you're going to get to your destination, but you're going to get there without yourself. 
You're not going to, you're going to forget to bring yourself along the way because you'll have burnt out long ago. And you're just now kind of a robot working towards whatever goal it is that you had. And he talks about friends of his that have big jets and, you know, million billionaire lifestyles. And they're not really enjoying it because they forgot to enjoy it along the way. And they're I don't burnt know. out. I, had a lot of fr- I had a lot of friends that got big jets and billion dollar lifestyles and they really enjoy it. It's possible though, but he's there. There's, there's, there's <laughs> two different, there's, that's the best part about it is you can enjoy that. There's nothing wrong with having a billion million dollars and having nice things as long as you learn how to enjoy it along the way. And so for me, uh, that's like the perfect definition of focus is like right now, I, so gratitude is a big part of this. When I wake up in the morning and brush my teeth, I learned this from Andy Frazella. I think literally like have to brainstorm about all the things that I'm grateful for. And at first when I started doing this, I'm like, man, I got a lot of stuff. Like, what do I start? I started with my truck. I'm like, I got a freaking sweet truck sitting in the driveway and I get it. I get to go jump in it and drive it to work and it's not going to break down on me. And I start thinking about like, I got freaking awesome kids. I got a beautiful wife. I got as many cowboy boots as I want to wear. Like I start thinking about the small little things, dude, take the time to think about the small stuff. And like, realize what you have and then all of a sudden what you're doing is creating this positive energy this positive energy starts to radiate and starts to attract the bigger things that you want so because when you said focus to me that's frustrating when people say stay focused unless you can actually see the big picture because like what do you mean what i am focused like what is focus well focus is it's it's two two parts there's a lot of parts it's short and it's long term and if you don't have those two key elements then you're going to get lost All right, guys, I know that was a little bit of an abrupt end to that conversation. And the reason for that, like I said before, this was a segment, a 30-minute clip that we pulled out of a conversation we were having with Greg Godfrey. Keep in mind that the conversation did continue after this point, and we got into some amazing, amazing stuff. One of the most important things we talked about after this was forgiveness. So if you have time, I strongly suggest you go back and listen to that episode that we had with Greg Godfrey. It was an amazing, amazing conversation. And honestly, we all learned way more than we expected. But I want to give you some quick marching orders for this week because obviously this is the heavy checklist and we're going to leave you with some checklist items. So as you heard me talking during this last recording, I kind of put myself out there and showed you something that I did, you know, seven or eight years ago that was a little bit outrageous and it still seems a little outrageous to me at the time. And that was basically recording, you know, all these things, these affirmations, these strong statements about myself. And then I, you know, uploaded them to music and made an audio file and I listened to it every single day. But guys, I promise you, had I not done that, I would not be where I am today. It was a very, very, very powerful thing that I did. And I want you all to try it as well. So here's where we're going to start. This week's checklist is number one, start writing down affirmations. I want you to think about things that you want or believe or whatever it is that you need to hear and start writing them down. These can be things like, I'm strong, I'm healthy, I'm happy, I'm successful. I have a good business. I have a good relationship with my family. I have a good relationship with my wife. Start writing all these different things down. Then start to write down things that are kind of lofty goals. Think about, uh, you know, to me back in the day, I wanted $6,500 a month uh, salary. Obviously, uh, to a lot of people, that's, that's a huge, that, that's a good, that's a good amount of money. And to me at the time, it was totally unattainable. And I thought, man, that would be like a dream come true if I can make that much money. And uh, that was one of the things I put on the list. So I want you to start putting down lofty things. If it's, hey, I want to make $100,000 a year. I want to make $150,000 a year. Don't say I want to make. Say it like you believe it. Say, I make $120,000 a year. I have a business that does over a million dollars a year in sales. Start saying these things, record them down on a list or write them down on a list, 
make a recording. And then, like I said, you can either just listen to that, you know, raw recording. Any smartphone these days will play it back for you. What I like to do is add a little bit of music to it so that it's not so weird just listening to myself. So obviously I put a little bit of Enya to it. Marcus will probably do some Pennywise, different strokes for different folks. I don't care what you listen to. Just do this because I promise you, if you do this and you actually listen to it on a daily basis, like I did, you're going to hit those goals way, way, way sooner than you ever expected. All right. So please, please, please listen to me and do this because this is a very important checklist item. Number two that we talked about with Greg was focus. Stay focused. Now that is probably the most generic piece of advice I'm ever going to give on this podcast. It's really hard to define what focus is and how it applies to you. But if you heard the conversation, you heard how it applies to me, how it applied to Greg, how it applies to different people. So think about those distractions in your life. Think about the things that could potentially get you off course and eliminate them. Figure out what you have to do to stay focused and stay on track to be able to reach those goals, which are basically the affirmations that I'm telling you to record right now. So please do this. Please, please, please. I can't stress enough how important this is. And then obviously, if this is something that uh, you feel like sharing with us, we're going to give you guys opportunities to do that in the uh, you know next upcoming weeks. We want to hear what your affirmations are, what your goals are, and the things that you want to accomplish. So guys, we love you. We thank you so much for the support. And please follow through with what you're asking you to do. And please follow through with what we're asking you to do because I'm telling you right now, it'll change your life.